Hi, Jaws Blake of the Painter Files Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. We're going to have to talk about some cool stuff. Uh, began your audition still, yes. Yeah, season four. Very nice. Very little. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Enjoy the walk around my brain of the artist, the painter, and the filmmaker. Um, yeah. So I, I had a pretty basic day. Uh, recorded the episode for the Painter Files podcast presents Painter's Breakfast, or as it's known, Painter's Breakfast. And it was good, honestly. For those who've never actually heard of it, it is a live show I do on YouTube and Instagram, a simulcast. And I have breakfast, and we talk about all types of art things and random things and so on and so forth. Uh, interact with fans sometimes. Sometimes I'm just talking by myself. Um, and yeah, but it's good. It's really good, actually. I got the idea originally because I had read all these art books about all these artists, and it always talked about what they did on their day-to-day basis, like their food regiments, their practices, all that stuff. And it just always inspired me to one day make something that kind of was reflective of that. And so Painter's Breakfast came about. Uh, today I had roasted peaches and oatmeal with honey. It was really good, actually. Like, really good. It was nostalgic. Reminded me of college days. I had, like, a love affair with oatmeal. Also large amounts of wine, but mostly oatmeal. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. Beyond that. <laughs> Segway. Um my we're still trying to sell the condo we haven't done it yet it is a slow arduous process it's only been on for over a month though because we started it in october and it is not quite december yet so we're just doing as we do and moving as we move throughout all those things like i think it didn't go back on until almost like october 23rd or something so it's a little over a month at this point as far as things have gone, but I just want you to know I'm okay. Alex, okay. The fur babies are fine. I saw a bunch of old pictures of Maul and Goose, our cat and our dog that passed away. It it brought me back to a time when life was harder, but easier, but harder. Didn't have much. Didn't eat much. Didn't do much, but surviving and taking care of them and so we're in a better place now but you know struggles a struggle is a struggle you know what you gonna do you just have to kind of get up and keep going even though that's miserable and probably draining you of your life force still got to do it it'll be all right just kind of floating i'm doing a lot of like little thumbnail sketches in my sketchbook right now got a lot of ink i bought like 20 things of ink (laughs) so i could refill all my inkbrush my portable inkbrush that i carry around with me um it's not yasatomi but i i do still quite enjoy it as far as a brush pen goes um Yeah, you know, it's one of those weird things where like you're you're making a lot of artwork with a lot of things 
And I'm thinking about like textures and thumbnails and ideas and taking ideas and not necessarily completing them, but making sure that everything I do with them is very purposeful, if that makes sense. I think oftentimes like the biggest issue you run across as an artist is you constantly see all these great ideas floating around your existence and you want to catch up with them. You want to catch up with them and put them down on something and then maybe try and flesh them completely out. But in the process of trying to flesh them completely out, you may not have the time and the space to do so. So sometimes it's better to just take a little thumbnail, take a little square, draw it on a page, and then just fill those squares up as many times as you can to get the idea kind of out and flowing, almost like writing a note in a notebook, but visually. Because, you know, it's taking something that is not in existence and keeping it constant so that one day it will be existent. I found out recently that like 30 to 50% of people don't actually have like an internal monologue, which I thought was very interesting and explains quite a lot of people actually to me. I've met a lot of really like brilliant people and stupid people who just say what is on their minds when it's on their minds and they don't think oftentimes about anything else. They have like, and I mean like not not like they're rude, but it's just they have conversations in front of you with themselves while talking to you, if that makes any sense. My version of that would be my sketchbooks or my notebooks, which are sometimes in English or in Portuguese or Spanish, depends. Uh, whatever language makes it seem the most vibrant, vibrant and vivid to my imagination at the time. Like I had this one thought recently, which was, I've never seen the back of my head from someone else's perspective. And I thought about it for a while. I guess I could have somebody take a picture of the back of my head for me, who's taking a picture of it from their point of view. And then I could live that, but I've never seen myself walk away, really. But I could video care myself doing that and then have that new perspective it's all kind of one of those things where it's like I, I haven't done this and I haven't done that but I know a way that I could have those things and do those things so I'm going to work towards that to move in that direction infinitely and I'll let you go promise pequeños still very much a thing i know this is longer than some of them have been for a while this is more like season three and season two stuff than it is season four and i apologize but sometimes the stories have to be told and the times that it take to tell them hmm. i was living at the beach i had just started getting back into drawing and painting i quit for a little bit in my early 20s because I was just so overwhelmed that I couldn't see my couldn't see my style and I couldn't see my vision and I couldn't come to all these like these places like I could see it in my head but when I opened my eyes like the vision just faded away to nothingness I couldn't find the focal point so to speak so I bought this little digital camera and immediately after I bought it I dropped it <laughs> and it barely worked after that but I got it to work again. It took me a couple of years till I fixed it completely. But I did fix it before then. 
within a couple of weeks and uh, after it dropped. And I just started taking pictures of my hands and my feet and my face and uh, scenes and people and places and all these things. And I never thought about it as photography. Not then. I thought about it as like figure studies and stuff like that. So I started in just drawing those things. And first I filled up an entire giant like two by two foot by two by three two. I think it was like one and a half feet by two feet uh, like sketchbooks. Like these big kind of uh, carbon paper ones. And I had like a charcoal pencil and I just started filling all those up. And then when I filled those up, I didn't know where there was another art store. So I started kind of uh, using the backs of the drawings and making them into thumbnails and stuff like that. And then I would just fill those up and do all those things and just keep moving and going and all these things. And naturally, in my life, I have run across quite a few people who when you become very, very kind of driven and successful, they will distract you with some drama where they feel ignored or they feel competitive or whatever. And I have foolishly always been the person who like stops everything they're doing, no matter how important something is to see what someone, what's going on with someone else. I'm easily distracted in that aspect. That's partially why like when I paint, I put music on and like I, I turn my back to everything and I close my eyes and I meditate and I just, I figure out ways to deconnect and decompress myself and to make myself something much bigger than what I I physically am. I, I, I electronically grow, if that is a thing. I don't know if that's a thing, but it should be a thing. And, yeah, it got me where I needed to go. Like, I thought at one point in time, I was like, you just need to go on the beach with a sketchbook and a pencil and then just draw and do everything. But then it was like, oh, it's too hot or it's too cold or there's people around or there's people trying to look over your shoulders. And it was just like I realized, like, it wasn't conducive for what I wanted to do. Like, a lot of times people ask me, why don't you live streams a lot of art stuff? And I was like, because it feels kind of nervous after a while. Like, you get to the point where you're worried that you're blocking and you're doing all these things and then people want to talk to you and get like conversations going and that doesn't always work either so i do what works for me but that's how i got good with all these things i took pictures and then i drew those pictures over and over and over again that's how i got good at hands that's how i get good at feet that's how i good with shading and shadowing and all these things because for a long time, they were just line drawings. And then they were shape gestures. And then the shape gestures, when I started shading and coloring and doing stuff like that, suddenly opened up and became so much more. And then my imagination just took the inkwell and just dumped it on the page. <laughs> and then I could see. I saw through the black holes. I saw it through the madness. I'm happier for it. Bid you adieu. Good night. Have fun.
Be sweet. I will see you soon. Love you. Mean it. Thank you to all my wonderful sponsors. Yastomi Inc. Uh, my Arteza Paints. My Great Inks from Yasutomi. And paints on occasion. Brushes and paper. Uh, Artisan Wellness Project. Always amazing. Please go check him out. Netararu is a, a true artisan. And yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I love you. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, Galeros. Ciao, ciao. Peter out. Bye.